Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, May 1st. Hopefully everyone had a great week. Off to a good start for the weekend. Lots to talk about. Of course, we got the Valspar Championship locally up in Palm Harbor. You have the Rays. Lightning coming off a great win on Thursday night. And of course, the draft. We'll break that down. Take some of your calls and questions. Your call in at 877 888-478-7901 or email the show sports at power901.com We'll be right back to get the show started. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I only owed a few thousand, but each time I got a letter, it was worse. I was going to lose everything, my savings, my house, and after this year, it was out of control. Then David called the tax experts at Get a Tax Lawyer. Get a Tax Lawyer can help settle the debt and get you a fresh start. Don't mess with the IRS. Call 800-654-9116. 800-654-9116. That's 800-654-9116. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. And with the 32nd pick of the NFL draft, your world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers choose Joe Tryon. Six foot five, 230 pound linebacker out of Washington. So that's how it went last night. That was the last pick of the first round. The reason we had the last pick was because we won the Super Bowl. So there you go. Hopefully we have the last pick next year as well. Your thoughts on our pick? I think he was the best available. At that time, when you get to the 32nd pick, you really don't have a lot of choices sometimes. You want to try to fill in some gaps, maybe uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Can't hurt to get a little deeper than we already are on the defensive uh, ends or maybe a linebacker. I don't think Tryon's going to be a linebacker. He probably needs to put on about uh, 30 pounds and be a defensive end, in my opinion. So I give the Bucks overall, I would give them a B grade on that pick. They didn't have much of a choice at that time. So I think overall, it was pretty good. Again, anytime you want to check in, 877-448-7901. Let me know what you think of the Bucks pick. Are you happy with what we did? Would you have rather someone on the offensive side of the ball? Uh, the second round is going on. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we'll see what happens. They may pick up a um, air air successor to Tom Brady as a quarterback. Keep in, keep your eye on uh, Trask of Florida. He may go. So we'll see what happens. But thirty first pick went to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, they took Jason Olaf from Penn State. He's, he's, a, he's a good pick. I give them a, a B on that pick as well. He's a um, someone that, uh, he's really a very physical guy. I think he has a um, good chance of, of doing good things. And I don't think the downside is all that um, steep. So I think overall it was a good pick for Baltimore. 30th pick, Buffalo Bills. They took a defensive end, Gregory Rousseau from Miami trying to uh, shore up the defense a little bit. I really thought that they would have gone offensive line 
Uh, but they're, I guess, really focused on defense at this point. Again, good pick. I'll give them a B as well for that pick, trying to uh, shore up the defensive side of the ball. 29 Green Bay Packers took cornerback Eric Stokes of Georgia. Packers have many problems right now. Aaron Rodgers seems to be their main problem. So as far as a draft pick goes, I think that um, it's an average pick, in my opinion. Oh, the, the Aaron Rodgers situation is this. Here he is upstaged the whole draft earlier in the day by saying that he doesn't want to play for Green Bay anymore and uh, he wants out, basically. He gave a couple of teams that he'd be willing to play for and uh, so on and so forth. So if you look at the draft of what the Packers have done over the last, I think, five years, they went defense, defense, defensive pick, quarterbacked for his replacement, and then another defensive pick this year. So I can see why, to a point, Rodgers is definitely fed up with the situation of where that team is not getting him any weapons. With all that that he has done, he's taken this team to the NFC Championship game the last two years. I don't believe he's ever had a... Um, first round wide receiver pick in his whole career with Green Bay. So I can understand his frustration with the organization. I guess the organization does not want to trade him at this point, they're saying. Um, so I, I can think of um, a lot of good reasons why Rodgers, he's been carrying a grudge since last year. And he had a heck of a season last year, as you know, MVP candidate. I think that if you look at his side of the story, you can understand that. The reason why I think he's going to stay is because if he doesn't, he needs to write a check for $31 million back to Green Bay, which is what he would uh, be getting in this year, 2021. So that's that side of the story. Now, as far as Rodgers himself goes... I'll tell you something. I'm to the point with a lot of these athletes where, you know, you have a job to do, whether you're making $30 a day, $30 an hour, or $30 million a year, you go out there and you do your job. And you pretty much keep the business aspect of it, the business aspect, and everything else go out there and play. So I, when a player in any sport goes public and says, I don't want to play for this team anymore, I want to be traded, it really rubs me the wrong way. You have a contract, you signed it, play the game, explore your options at the end of the contract, be professional about the whole thing, and move on after that if that's your best business move for yourself and for the team as well. Be cordial, but go out there and go to work, do your job. So that was the, the 29th pick uh, of Green Bay. They picked another defensive player. Again, no help to the offense. So we'll see what happens. Again, Green Bay, they got to the NFC Championship game the last two years. So they're, they're doing something right. But a lot of that is because of Rodgers. But if you look back to the game last year, Rodgers did um, not get the team to score. And that was on the coach, I believe, at the end of the game. A minute to go, and you have Brady on the sideline, and the rest is history. So a lot of that goes towards the team as well as on Rodgers, and I think more so 
towards the team. And I think he's just fed up with it. And hopefully it works out for both of them. 28th pick, the Saints took a defensive end, Peyton Turner from Houston. Uh, Saints definitely need some help up front in their front seven. And Turner's a pretty uh, pretty good pick right there. A little interesting that they would take him in the first round. But overall, I think that's just an average pick. The 27th pick was Baltimore. They took a receiver, Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. One more weapon for Lamar Jackson. So I don't think any surprises here taking a, a, a receiver. Uh, I probably... Overall, I'd give him about a B for that pick and the organization to be for that pick. If you look at the 26th pick, Cleveland took um, cornerback Greg Newsom out of Northwestern. Uh, you know, they definitely need help. I think it's a solid pick, and I'll keep it at that, and we'll give them a B, the organization, for that pick. If you go up to Jacksonville, they had the 25th pick. They took Travis Eddian from Clemson as the running back. Guess whose teammate he was? We'll probably hear a little bit more of that as we get further up on the list here. But he did go to Clemson, so that might be a hint. I think he was a good pick. Uh, he, they know each other, and I think that Eddian is really good. He reminds me of um, the Saints. Um, they um, He really uh, is a smaller version, and I can't think of his name right now. Uh, I will. But anyway, I think it was a great pick for Jacksonville at the 25th pick. Uh, if you go up to the 24th pick, the Steelers took Najee Harris out of Alabama. Uh, he's a great running back. Uh, I, I believe uh, 6'2", 222 pounds. Pittsburgh wants to uh, get that mentality back of going out there and uh, playing three yards and a three downs and a cloud of dust. And I think that Harris definitely has the physicality to go out there and do that. I think that if you look at what they did, they may have gotten one of the best picks in the first round. So I give them an A for that pick, the whole organization. 23rd pick was the Vikings. Uh, they took Christian Darisau out of Virginia Tech. Uh, they definitely need offensive line help, and I think this is a great value at 23. So I give the organization an A for that pick as well. 22, the Tennessee Titans. They took cornerback Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. They love this guy from the start, and he's probably the best corner on film. However, he is a little bit injury-laden, and we'll see what happens in the NFL. It's a whole different ball game. So hopefully he can shed that moniker of uh, getting hurt and and help the Titans. Overall, I think that's a B and a B plus pick for them. Twenty one Indianapolis Colts. They took defensive end Quiddy Pay from Michigan. She's uh, out of Warwick, Rhode Island. Six three two twenty five. I think the, overall, if you look at. Uh, the Colts, they they need some help on both sides, the offensive line and the defensive line. And I think uh, having uh, someone like Pay coming in from the edge was definitely a uh, good move. We'll see what happens. I think it's a 50-50 toss-up on how he uh, does during the season and if it's going to be a boom or a bust. Number 20, the New York football giants took wide receiver Kadarius Toney from the Gators down here in Florida. Uh, the Giants actually traded down and still got solid value with this guy. I, I think that um, they really made a good choice. I gave him a B-plus on this pick, and I think that Tony's going to help them uh, sooner rather than later. 
The 19th pick was the Washington football team with linebacker Jeremy Davis out of uh, Kentucky. Uh, I think it's a kind of a risky pick, but overall, I think the talent level is there. And uh, I, I'm going to say that we'll wait to see on that one. I'm not going to grade him anyway right now. Um, number 16. How about the Arizona Cardinals? Zavin Collins. All right. So they took him. I, I think that uh, if you look at Collins, I think it was a, a little bit high for him. I don't think that I had him in the first round at all, but who knows? We'll see. I'm going to give it a C pick. He could help them, but I think in the overall picture, they could have done a little bit better than that. 15th pick was very interesting to me. The New England Patriots took Mac Jones out of Alabama. They waited. They didn't. The Patriots did not move up at all. They stayed where they were, and they got what they wanted. Belichick did it again. They landed the quarterback that they wanted with Mac Jones, and I think that Mac Jones, I had him going even higher. He could have been the first. He could have been the third, fourth, fifth pick, if you ask me, with the talent that he had at Alabama. He fits perfectly into the landscape that they have up there with New England. Uh, look for him to be able to uh, contribute right away. Those were the first 15 picks. We'll be right back and talk about the top 15 picks. You listen to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Now, in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you, and the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. The number here is 877-448-7901. We're continuing the breakdown of the draft. We already covered picks 15 to 32. Uh, Let's talk about the 14th pick, the Jets took offensive guard Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. I think that, um, you know, they could have probably done a little bit better at this, but I think he was a reach at the 14th pick, although the Jets need help in every position that you can think of. So overall, I'll give them a B for that pick. Uh, The Chargers had the 13th pick. They chose offensive tackle Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. And I think that Slater is an is an awesome tackle, and of course, he'll be protecting Justin Hubert. I give them an A for that pick overall. Good job, Chargers. The uh, 12th pick, the Dallas Cowboys, they actually uh, switched with uh, the um, with Philly. They um, The Cowboys chose Michael Parsons, a linebacker out of Penn State. Parsons didn't play last year. He sat out for COVID reasons. 
but uh, he really is one of the best linebackers in college. And I think that uh, it's going to definitely help that defense. I give them an A on that pick. I think he's going to help them uh, pretty much immediately. Uh, moving up, how about the 11th pick, the Chicago Bears? They took one of the quarterbacks in question that they didn't know if it was going to be the second pick of the draft or the fifteenth pick of the draft, number eleven, Justin Fields, out of Ohio State. The Bears trying to get a quarterback. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I, my, my, I'm still up in the air about Fields. I'm, I'm not sure that he has what it takes to be a great NFL quarterback. I think he'll be good. He definitely has a chance to be great. Don't get me wrong. Playing for a, a franchise that uh, will really get behind the team there. So let, let's see what he does. Hopefully uh, he can do well. The 10th pick was the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they got the 10th pick from the Giants. They went with Devontae Smith out of Alabama. I think this was one of the best picks of the draft as well in the first round. I think that from everything I've heard about Smith, um, despite his uh, lack of size, the Eagles needed to get someone. If they're going to go with Jalen Hurts as their quarterback, they need to get someone that's going to catch the ball on a regular basis and not get all the drops like they've had the last couple seasons. I think that was a solid pick for them. I give them a B-plus on that one. Ninth pick, Denver Broncos. They picked the cornerback, Patrick Sertain, out of Alabama as well. I think that, uh, no, they passed on a quarterback for defense, which really doesn't make sense to me at this point with that team. But uh, they're making the picks. I'm not. I'm just commenting on them. So I think that Sertain is an elite cornerback, no doubt. Whether he was the best pick for Denver at this point, we'll see what happens. The eighth pick, Carolina Panthers took quarterback J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Uh, Again, Horn, uh, they either wanted a corner or an offensive lineman. Justin Fields was tempting, but Horn was their top defender on the board, and they jumped. They got what they wanted, so good pick for them. I give them a B-plus on that pick. I think if you look at the seventh pick, you've um, offensive tackle Pene Sewell out of Oregon. He went to Detroit. The big guy, 6'5", 340. Uh, Detroit needs defensive help terribly. Uh, they also need some receivers, but they really couldn't pass on this guy. Uh, even though it was a little bit of a surprise pick, I think overall it was a good pick. Sixth pick was Jalen Waddle from Alabama, and they went to Miami Dolphins. Uh, they could have traded back, but decided to go with Waddle, which is, I think, a little bit of a reach at this high. But... Again, they're making the picks. They saw something in him. No doubt he's a great receiver, and we'll see if he's going to be able to help them right away. Bengals had the fifth pick. They went with wide receiver Jamar Chase out of LSU. I think that uh, he's going to be a superstar, no doubt. Bengals could have gotten uh, Sewell, but they, they decided to go with Chase, and I think it's going to definitely help them sooner rather than later. So overall, good pick. Number four, Atlanta Falcons took tight end Kyle Pitts out of our Gators down here. Uh, the Falcons could have traded down, but they addressed a huge need. They needed a target for Matt Ryan. A lot of Atlanta fans wanted to pick a quarterback. They wanted to uh, have the backup sooner rather than later for Matt Ryan. However, 
the organization decided to go the different route. I think that Kyle Pitts, I believe he's the highest ranked t- tight end to go in the draft at that number four pit slot. Um, he's really, he makes defenses change their game plan. He's that good. And I think that you'll see him making an impact immediately. So I give the Falcons an A on that pick. So we only have three left. We only have three left. San Francisco's as a third pick. They took a quarterback, Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. So the, the question was, was it going to be Lance? Was it going to be uh, Justin Fields? Was it going to be Zach Wilson? Well, obviously at the number three spot, um, it's a very interesting pick here. I think the 49ers are reaching. I think he, this guy has some potential, obviously, but I do think that the upside is very high, but the downside floor is uh, pretty low. So I think it's a coin toss here. Uh, we'll see what he does, but that was who the 49ers took. Second pick, the Jets took quarterback Zach Wilson out of BYU. They liked what they saw with him on the on the workouts. Um, you know, they had other choices as well. Again, they could have gone with Wilson. They could have gone uh, with Fields. They could have, I mean, they, you had your choices, but they wanted to take this guy and the Jets. I don't know. I, I've been questioning what the Jets are doing for a while now. Hopefully it turns around for them. We'll see what happens with this guy. Uh, overall, I, I don't know. I, I can't give him anything higher than a, a C at this point for that pick. That brings us to the number one pick in the NFL draft, which was no surprise to anyone. Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick of the draft, went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's definitely has all the potential to be a franchise quarterback and probably has been the best quarterback in college here and in high school. A lot of people think he's a generational talent. Um, again, he is definitely good, but the issue that I have with all the hype that was put into the uh, draft this year with the quarterbacks was that you really don't know how they're going to be. I mean, these are just draft picks. You don't know what's, what their mindsets are. You don't know what's going to happen two or three years from now. So you really, of course, they do all the, not just the physical tests in the um, tryouts and camps, but they also uh, do the um, mental IQ tests and whatnot. So they know what they're doing. These teams pay a lot of people a lot of money to get these picks right. So those are the picks. I'd love to hear what you think. I know you have a team in there, whether it be the Bucks or someone else. Um, send me an email, sports at power901.com or call 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property 
freeshopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking a little bit about the Rays right now. Uh, 26 games in, 13 and 13. I give them a C plus right now. I think that they're starting to maybe put some of the pieces together. They haven't been able to gel at the right times. A lot of these games, I hate seeing games losing one nothing, 2-1 when you have a pitcher out there doing a great job like we had with Shane McClanahan the other night. Goes out there, pitching his first game, throwing 101 mile an hour tailing fastballs and you know we can't get him a run so that part's frustrating overall I think that as the hits start coming together in bunches uh, we should be okay hats off to Joey Wendell right now he's batting 316 he's getting some big hits and obviously in the field he's a vacuum over there wherever wherever you put him Zanino's coming up with some hits since the good times five home runs on this season so far you have um, Yandy Diaz, a good on-base percentage, and at Rosarina, 27 hits. So keep on getting the hits and keep on letting Kiermaier catch those fly balls. He's got a better arm. He's a uh, uh, Golden Glove outfielder, Randy. So if the center fielder calls you off, the center fielder calls you off, and that's the way it is. Don't uh, get offended by it. Let's let it happen and keep getting hits and keep helping us win games. Um, there's no room for any type of um, drama on this team. We don't want that at all. And I don't think there will be. And I do want to see someone step up and become a leader on this team. You know, whether it's going to be Kiermaier or whomever it might be. I know Phillips is out there and he's probably one of the um, uh, most instrumental guys out there for entertainment for the Rays as far as getting the team going, always smiling, never having a bad word to say. I love his attitude, but we need someone out there on a day-to-day basis um, getting the team ready to go before the game, during the game, and if they don't have a good game, then after the game, uh, have a little meeting and explain what needs to be done for the next game. So that's my take on the Rays. We're playing the Astros this weekend. The, everyone hates the Astros. Hopefully that we can come away with uh, a couple victories and take the series. Uh, talking about the Lightning, if you watched that Lightning play Dallas, uh, I believe, in, I think it was Wednesday night. Maybe it was Thursday. I think Thursday night. Yeah, they, they played that game as though it was a playoff game. They're the kind of games that you see come out in the first period. Uh, I think we only had like nine shots on goal. They had one shot on goal. Dallas, uh, pretty much Dallas came out in the second period and played some dominant hockey in that second period. And then in the third period, we just locked them down. We only allowed two shots. Vasilevsky was, again, being Vasilevsky, standing on his head, stopping shots. And, um, you know, that's that's the way that uh, you see playoff hockey being played, the way that that game was the other night. Lightning right now have won four in a row, five out of the last six. And if you compare the periods, the second period to the third period, like I said, it was 12 shots on goal to two in the third in our favor. It was reversed in the second. Dallas had 12 shots and we had two. So that's that's the idea. We need to go out there and play consistently. And I'll take that 
three nothing game every day. Two points right there. Uh, teams looking good. I love what we're doing right now. Just keep it going, and I think that the Lightning are going to be exactly where we want them to be come the end of the season. Also, want to touch for a few minutes on the Valspar tournament. If uh, you haven't had a chance to get up there yet, probably get up there today or tomorrow. I think that um, the weather is supposed to be pretty good. You still have some big names in the field. With um, you have uh, Dustin Johnson and you have Justin Thomas. Uh, the weather up there has been perfect. I think that if you look at What's been going on? Phil, unfortunately, we talked last week that he was um, going to be here playing. He did. He finished even after two rounds. So, unfortunately, the cut line was minus one, which means that he won't be playing today or tomorrow. Unfortunately, a great crowd was following him the first two days. The leaderboard right now, you have Sam Burns. And Keegan Bradley, both at 12 under. Um, I, I believe they both shot, uh, they tied the record for the first two days at the Valspar with total scores of 130. Burns went in 63 in the two rounds, and Bradley went 64 and 66. So those two guys are, um, they'll be going off last today. You have Charlie Hoffman that's right there at eight under, along with Lucas Glover and Max Homa. At eight under, then you have Swartzel, Zach Johnson, Hank Laboida, Sanjay M, Tom Lewis at seven under, a um, whole bunch of people at six under as well. You still have Bubba Watson at f- minus five. Uh, you have um, Scott Stallings at, at minus six. So it should be a good. Last two days of the tournament, Snedeker's at minus four. You have um, a guy named Kepka, not Brooks, it's uh, Chase Kepka. He's at minus four. Paul Casey, who's won uh, recently the last two years, minus three. So he still has a chance. So I expect that if you look at the guys that come out earlier in the day, um, when it's still a little, the greens are a little soft, I think that you'll see some good scores with them. And maybe in the afternoon when it gets a little bit, uh, the green's rolling faster. Uh, I think that you might see some lower scores, which may get the field even tighter for the final round on Sunday. It's a great venue up there. We'll talk more about that next week. Uh, But I think that if you have a chance, you should definitely get up there and and check it out. Uh, As always, time goes by too fast. That's all we have for today. Any questions, please email me, sports at power901.com. Number is 877-448-7901. It's been awesome spending time with you this weekend. Hopefully you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Get outside, do something for yourself that's fun. As always, stay safe, stay vigilant, and above all, stay positive. This is Jim Barron saying we'll see you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show. You've been listening to Power 90.1.